1: Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by Estate and Business Organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky.
0: Welcome, I'm Kathleen Zemansky, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today, my guest is leadership coach, Jen Julius, and today we're going to be talking about the energetics of leadership. Along with Jen's sage advice, I'm going to weave in my weekly feng shui, astrology, or timing tips so that you can take this practical information and implement it quickly and easily to make a difference in your business this week. But before I introduce Jen, I just really want to give you a really quick update about social media expert. For Davy Lim, who was on the program last week. Um, I saw her on Periscope around noon um, Pacific time today. She was leading um, a talk where she had a couple of very key people um, talking about that Hawaiian sailing ship that she spoke about last week in the interview that's circumnavigating the globe without using any modern technical navigational tools. And I am just so impressed that they're using ancient wisdom of the stars and the winds of nature to bring consciousness about this delicate ecosystem of our oceans and how to preserve them. So the much anticipated Hawaiian vessel arrived in New York City um, sometime early this morning. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Dewey and her conscious community. Well wishes as they continue their voyage back to Oahi. So aloha on that. So all right, I'm gonna transition to my fabulous guest today, Jen Julia. She's a leadership coach, and she's also a radio host in Sonoma County, California. She supports business-owning parents worldwide who are good leaders, but they want to be great leaders for their staff, family, communities, and they understand they're making an impact on people every day, and they take that responsibility seriously. Jen believes that you really can have it all. We just need to know what all we actually want and then make the best choices with the best tools. Her motto is know your truth, take a stand, and change the world. Welcome to the show, Jen.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. And how exciting about your other guests, too. That is so neat.
0: Yeah, she, she was amazing. I highly recommend going back and listening uh, to that. But yeah. let's, move, let's move forward about um, the leadership, um, the energetics of leadership. So what led you to become a leadership coach to begin with?
2: Oh, yeah. So this is a fun story. <laughs> so uh, to kind of make a long story short, I consider myself really blessed, actually, to have been born into a family with a long lineage of addiction actually, Mm -mm. and from kind of growing up in that household and then falling into my own addiction when I was a teenager, and then luckily getting my act together around 20, I ended up working in the nonprofit sector and working with youth on probation in social services, uh, and really saw a consistent pattern that a lot of the youth I was working with were pretty much just following the role modeling that they'd been given, right? They were doing kind of what they'd been shown by their parents. right. And I started to see this pattern. And as I continued on with my education, I was getting my master's in counseling with a focus in school counseling in the K-12 setting. And I really kind of... Got a little frustrated because, (laughs) and by a little, I mean a lot, uh, by seeing how a lot of the important skills to just living a happy, fruitful life weren't being taught in the mainstream education system, right? We're not being taught interpersonal communication skills, coping skills, how to create or run a business, right? Like, this isn't being taught in the mainstream education system. And we're not teaching how to raise kids. Like, these parents didn't know it wasn't their fault. They were just doing what they'd known. Sure. So, unfortunately, after being in the industry for about 6 years, I kept seeing a lot of my juveniles that I was working with get rearrested because of their parents' non-compliance with probation's orders. So, think about that. Wow. The parents weren't complying, but the kid was getting arrested.
0: Wow. What do you mean by that? The parents weren't complying? So,
2: probation probation would would require the parents to do something to accommodate the probation guidelines? And because the parents would refuse to participate in a program or would refuse to follow the probation officer's orders, Mm -hmm. the youth, because they were actually the one in the services, would get arrested because it was considered a violation of their probation.
0: Wow. Wow. No wonder. No wonder.
2: Right. Mm. So I really kind of got to my setup point and I said, you know what? This is baloney. Like I'm not, I can't keep trying to clean up kids. I want to make an impact. And the impact is from the top down. And I knew for me, the biggest things that helped shift me was when I went to therapy and I got some mentors and I started really figuring out how to learn how to cope differently how to increase my own communication skills and my own personal energy management skills. So I said with my little you know, mid-20s attitude, I'm going to be a coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I started working with uh, career-driven parents. And then what naturally happened over the last four years is I went, hey, wait a second, look at what's showing up. I was really blessed by the universe that I was kind of just being sent a lot of business owning parents who are in what I call kind of the magical trio of leadership, where they're a business owner, they're a parent, and they're really active in their community. And so what that means is they are constantly being watched and looked to for how they're role modeling, how they're showing up as a leader, right? What they're demonstrating to others as a way to follow them, right?
0: Right. And that's
2: where I really recognize this is big because if they can show up in integrity and they can manage their own energy well and they can really show up aligned with the values that are most important to them, they're going to be able to totally rock their business, show up as a great parent and partner and make an impact on their community. And that's what we're going for.
0: Right. Do you think that this is something that is um, unique to our, because I think this is a very interesting niche that you're working in business owning parents versus business owners, because this is a go, 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 go mindset. Yes. And as you said, there, you know, that are, you know, our kids, our youth, which are going to, you know, <laughs> take over after we're finished here. That's right. um, do, do you think that this is something that's happening on a global platform? Or do you think it's more happening in our Western? Um, because both parents are working outside of the home although I do see this because I travel globally I I definitely see both um, parents working and I see more single parents than I ever have in my life in the last few years where divorce in some cultures was not acceptable is now acceptable so you know so so are you finding that as well
2: you know that's a really great question, and you you were definitely more more of a traveler than I am as far as globally, and so I don't want to speak too much to the cultures that I'm not as familiar with. But I, I do see it as kind of a, a global phenomenon right now, right? Like where our focus is has shifted. But I absolutely see it the uh, times a million in our culture, right? Where we have really unfortunately been very well. This is me going on a soapbox about some of the media that we're also getting mainstream, right? right. So what we're being shown is, oh, this new phone will make you happier, this new car will make you happier, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of what I said in my bio. Like, we can have what we want as long as we know what it is. And we're not just like swallowing the material item of the day as what we're supposed to want to be happy because it's not true. It's not true for most of us. But we become so disconnected. And I think that Americans, like really specifically, aren't really being encouraged to stay connected to their truth, to their intuition, you know, to their own personal stand. Where I do believe a lot of Eastern cultures still embrace a lot of those concepts, right? They take time to potentially meditate or to connect, right? They Mm -hmm. also might be more collectivistic and really embrace the concept of the village to raise a child. But mm-hmm. we've gotten very individualistic and disconnected from our intuition. So I do see that little bit of a shift when it comes to our American culture right now.
0: Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. And I would say that I, I am seeing that Global conscious shift, um, but you know, as as you and I know, and and I'm sure many of our listeners, if you're tuning into a channel like this, um, more of this type of programming is really um, helping that shift the the other way. And this is sort of uh, an off topic. I don't know if you know this um, author or not, but his name is Dr. David Hawkins, and he was talking about the level of consciousness of how um, you know we we have an opportunity um, to. Really make a shift of, of the direction, you know, or as Gandhi would say, you know, be the change that um, you want to see. So, um, okay, so what are some of the most common challenges you see as a business owning parent facing? Mm.
2: Staying in alignment with their priorities is probably the biggest, right? Being able to set those boundaries and being able to say no nicely without making people mad, right? Because a big part of it, when we're in these high profile positions, it has to do with our reputation management, right? Right. We can't afford to start making people mad. So a lot of it is like, okay, how do I set these boundaries? But the step before that is how do you know what boundaries you're setting, Right. Are you even in alignment with your priorities? Do you know what they are? Do you take time every day to say, you know what, these are my three priorities for today? Like, for example, today, one of my top three was absolutely prepping and being ready for this show. You Mm know, like nothing could interfere with me from 2.30 to 4.30 today because this was sacred time for me. That's a priority. You know, it's a boundary. Go ahead.
0: We appreciate that.
2: <laughs> know, right? But it's like I mean, as far as like no emails, but at, even at two thirty, I'm like, nope. I'm getting centered. I'm getting grounded. Here we go. Game on. Because I know that that's what I need to do to be my best self. Right.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So
2: really being able to get clear about those priorities and set boundaries appropriately, I think, is one of the biggest challenges I see in In conjunction with that, again, that detachment to knowing themselves, to knowing their truth, to being connected to their intuition and really being able to stand firmly in that.
0: Right. Um, can you either share um, a, an, another uh, challenge that you had or what your your three were? Yes. Yeah, Besides so-
2: Sure, sure. So a third one would also be being able to switch from super business hustle to soft mom. Right? So when we're working focus, 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 do, do, do all day long, how are we shifting out of that business hustle mode that focused, that productive, that fast paced, do, do, do mode, and then making sure we're actually consciously shifting to the loving, supportive parent that we want to be when we get home to our family? that to our partners,
0: right? Yeah, actually, uh, yikes, I think I actually um, did, you know, here's my, here's my you know, truth and, and transparency. I think I actually did that today. This morning I had, um, you know, an astrology reading that I do those online. I was prepping for the show. I was speaking with a new client. And in between all of that, a family member called, and I don't really think I handled that balancing act too well mm. from work family back to work so that, that's that, that all, yeah that sandwich piece I didn't do too well the family piece I didn't handle really well at all so I'm, I'm feeling kind of like oh I'm sorry but I you know it was just like you know it's just like the the deadlines the timelines and and all of that were kind of creeping um, and and so uh, it it happens to all of us
2: that's right absolutely And then we can go back and say, Hey, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Right, right, right. So, um, okay. So um, I I know we really can't get into uh, another question before we we go to break. So can you tell me what your other priority um, was today before you came on the show?
2: Absolutely. So my other big two for today, because I try to set about three a day, were really focusing on my health. So I made sure I did all my spiritual activities this morning. I'm actually getting a massage later today, and then I'm going to one of my we- my support groups to just make sure I'm really taking care of all three, right? Mind, body, and spirit. And then I've ha- been having to do a lot of uh, admin work because I just launched a program this week. So mm-hmm. I'm dealing with all the back-end stuff. So those were my three things today, focusing on the different pieces of my health prepping for this show and then doing all the icky (laughs) back-end admin stuff that I don't like, but I had to keep as a priority this week because this is the time for me to create
0: that foundation clearly. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I would like to take this opportunity now to thank my sponsors, E&B Organizers, a reliable organizing firm that is insured and bonded to handle all your estate and business organizing needs. Just click on the batter ad on the Voice America page to find out more. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. When we come back, I'll be chatting with Jen Julius about energetics of leadership. Don't go away.
3: To business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com.
1: Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zemanski's Time Blazer business management system taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time. Whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number five, elementsgroup.com. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui.
0: Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zamansky. We're joined today with Jen Julius, and we're talking about the energetics of leadership. But before we go there, we have a caller on hold, McGregor from California. Are you there? Hi, Kathleen, listening to your show. Uh, oh, thanks so much. How can we help you today? I just had a question. Um, I've heard that mirrors uh, are taboo in terms of feng shui in the home, uh, especially in the bedroom. Is there any truth to that? <laughs> uh, thanks, McGregor, for that question. I um, This is... One of my favorite questions, but it's also one that um, I would have to say, um, like, really rattles my cage, if you will. So, predominantly, I do business feng shui, but I also, um, you know, people own businesses; they most likely have a home to go to too. So, that's always a very important space to feng shui as all as well. So, mirrors are um, well. Let me even like set this up. I really believe that there are a lot of old wives tales, superstitious side of feng shui that has really nothing to do with the business part of feng shui. And, and somewhere along the line, someone said that, oh, mirrors are um, a, you know, it, it, they will like bring demons into your bedroom and um, and that it, it, it's bad luck to have mirrors, in especially in your bedroom. Now, there is some um, validity to... Um, mirrors um, on what it's reflecting and all of that, but, let's put this one under the wives tails. Um, I would say um, you know let's face it in a bedroom we're grooming ourselves we're putting on our makeup we're shaving uh, maybe you know right outside you know the bathroom to the bedroom master suites as we have here in the United States which is a pretty big deal having a nice master suite um, and it, it's kind of a normal um, decor. so I'm gonna put that one as Chinese superstition over feng Shui so go ahead and hang your mirrors and I wouldn't worry about that. So thanks for calling in. Did that answer your question, McGregor? Yeah, I can sleep soundly at night. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks for calling in. Keep on listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Um, All right. See, well, there you go. Um, (laughs) We we got all types calling in. I mean, it's true, though. You hear a lot of these crazy things that, um, I mean, I could do a whole show on on crazy feng shui. I think I'll do that coming up soon. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get back to you, Jen. Um, Can you describe what it means, the energetics of leadership?
2: Yeah, this is my favorite. Okay, so... Uh, what I, I call it the vibe, right? So the feeling that we get. So a lot of us may have walked into a room and felt like, oh, whoa, we just got a weird feeling. Maybe just coming into the space, or maybe there's someone that for some reason we're getting kind of a weird vibe or a weird feeling from, or maybe we've put that off and somebody like that knows us well has called us on it. We're constantly... uh, reflecting how we are feeling, right, and how we're showing up. So when we're in leadership roles, the way we show up, is absolutely impacting our staff it's impacting our family it's impacting our community so we need to be able to what I say call manage our energy in a way so if we are having a bad day we can still show up and be able to focus as a boss and show up and take care of our children if we're parents right and Mm -hmm. really be able to manage our own energy so just because we're feeling off or having a hard day or whatever we're not letting that totally rub off and allow us to maybe not be very very nice to our staff and our managers, etc. Right? Right. right? So, when I say the energetics of leadership, what I'm talking about is that feeling of how we show up, how we're standing in our values, how we're setting our boundaries, how we're respecting because that's my top core value. So, I absolutely bring it to what I do and how I coach. We are respecting our staff and our coworkers and our managers and our teams in all of our community, right?
0: Mm-hmm. you know one of the things that well there's a couple of things I, I'd like to say on that when you were talking about the energetics you can feel that feeling when you walk into a space and I, I, could, I could throw in a, a, a feng shui um, analysis on that which yeah. you know there are definitely um, vibrations within everyone's space that you know there's going to be some more positive benevolent ones and then there's going to be ones that aren't so great and if people are using the space that um, has um, you know, when I'm speaking more on the annual analysis that there are a couple of areas, and it would be um, for 2016, it would be the Northeast area and the Southwest area, even though the Southwest is pretty darn vibrant this year. So I'm actually, my office is in there, but it, my office is set up in a really particular way. But the Northeast is not a very um, great um, area for 2016. And if you're in that area, I think your attitudes can be definitely. Um, compromise to bring on a more negative um, attitude towards everything in life. And you don't even know it because it's subtle energies we're working with. But with that said, it really is about, um, you know, I I hear over and over and over again, Jen, from a lot of my business clients that one of the most difficult things that they have is finding and keeping good staff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I also look at how they're showing up and how they're acting towards everything in life, and so I, I really do see that as um, that respect piece and and the and grace, I guess, would be another way of putting it. As like, how do you want to be treated, and would you talk? How would you feel if someone spoke to you the way you just spoke to that other person?
2: Absolutely. Nailed it, right? Employee retention. It's a huge Mm -hmm. issue.
0: Oh, and it's so costly. It is so costly. Yes. I mean, they say over and over again that, you know, you have one person and you keep them happy or, you know, your entire staff, not just one, but um, it it is much more cost effective than having to come because every time you have to retrain somebody, you take 10, 20, a mile backwards, because That's right. you're always trying to, you know, leap forward to try to catch up um, where that person left off. So, I mean, you know, there are uh, obviously times when the right fit is not the right fit, and it's better to let a person go. But, but when you have good staff, um, recognize it and, and honor it as well, right? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, how can a business owner start making better impact on their staff and how does that impact their bottom line? Or maybe we just talked about it, but is we, there any more Oh, you want yeah. To ask?
2: Oh, absolutely. I can expand on that because here's the deal, right? The more more that we can increase employee retention, right, the better off the businesses. We know that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if they're good employees, but Mm -hmm. it's also our responsibility in a way to protect our team. So if we have potentially what I'm going to call a toxic staff member, it's also our responsibility to uh, do our due diligence to potentially let that, either help that person improve or let them go, right? One of my clients actually said, um, hire slow, fire fast. And I love that kind of, because if someone's not adapting to the culture and a supportive team member, it can absolutely bring down the team and that's dangerous right? If we're allowing our entire company to be affected, that's dangerous. But when we're showing up and being the best leader we can be, we're increasing employee buy-in, right? We're increasing their satisfaction with their job, with their buy-in to the company. They're wanting to do the best they can. They're going to feel more focused. They're hopefully going to have less fake sick days, right? Because we know we've <laughs> all done it, right? We're right.
1: Gonna
2: have, you know, we're going to have increased productivity because they've got buy-in to the company vision, Right? And when that happens, obviously our bottom line is going to be doing better, right? Right,
0: right. I right.
2: mean, this is big. It sounds so simple, but it has such you look at the trickle down impact with leadership, and it's huge. It's absolutely huge.
0: Mhm. Mhm. I actually had a um, uh, a client that. Um, She had a mission and vision statement that um, she would read with her um, staff every single day. And it was a way for them to really see, you know, where their place was within, you know, the bigger picture. And I thought that that was a really um, great idea.
2: Yes, absolutely. Because the it's a great way to also when we are aligned with our core values, and we know our core values as an individual, but also the values of the company, it can actually help us sift through in the hiring process, because we can actually start to ask people like, hey, like, is respect one of your core values? Or how do you show respect? Or how important is that to you? And really start screening to see if people are aligned with the values of the company as well. And the vision, do they get excited by the vision of the company? Right, Right? or is this just a job? And is that okay if it's just a job? So this is where it gets. I mean, we would have to get nitty gritty with industry-specific stuff because maybe you are in an industry that's very seasonal, or maybe it's an industry where the turnover is going to be huge. It makes I actually think of like fast food restaurants where it's a lot of sometimes younger people entry level jobs, and so the turnover is high. Okay, fine. But we're talking about when you're running a business that is your baby right? You built this from the ground up, or maybe it's a franchise that you've also basically built from the ground up, but maybe with a structure, you're showing up and you're being the best boss, the best leader that you can be. And you're holding that vision close to your heart because you have some kind of bigger vision for your life that you want to achieve. So how can you make sure that you're aligned with it? Your business is aligned with it and your staff are aligned with it as well because of how you are leading the company.
0: Yeah, and I, I happen to agree with that. And I, I'm going to ask you um, a, a, a question that, um, you know, I'm a small business owner. I don't have a huge staff, but I would like to give a shout out to my Amazing admin, Alice, and all of the staff at Voice America. Thank you so much for all of the support that you do for me, because you guys are the unsung heroes. And thank you so much for helping me and all that you do. Um, But what would you say about um, someone who we've just got about, I don't know, about a minute and a half. What can you tell us about, maybe two, about... you know, like what to delegate because I think that's you know, like how how do you delegate something and and really like let that person do what you've told them to do.
2: Oh, this is this is big, right? So this I would always defer to a potentially a business consultant when it comes to the systems and structure mm-hmm. of the business. But when it comes to delegating, I think that this is actually where. Knowing our own strengths and our own weaknesses, and rather than trying to strengthen all of our weaknesses, simply allowing them to be just that, and -hmm. then allowing that to be delegated can be one of the most powerful processes a business owner can go through, right? Rather than trying to be excellent at everything, trying to actually say, hey, I'm not so great at this. So if I'm getting frustrated, if I'm not at my best, if I'm not really working my own magic, this is probably an area that I want to delegate first, right? Right. A lot of creatives, the example I hear, like coaches, healers, etc., creative people, books are not their strong suit. So that's typically, in those industries, one of the first things I would say to uh, outsource is bookkeeping, for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But if that's something you're great at and you love doing, then maybe not. See, that's where the individualization comes in again, is how do you best operate, right? How are you showing up the best in your business and how you want to lead it and perform, etc.? And then where are your weaknesses, Right, and can you allow help there.
0: Right. And I and I could I, I I don't know about you, but I know in my case people are not paying me for my weaknesses, they're paying me for my strengths and expertise. That's right, <laughs> right. That's okay, Jen, nice. we're we're going to take a short break right now, and when we continue, we're going to be talking more about the energetics of leadership. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Mm-hmm.
1: second guess your business decisions whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you what if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors you were born with a business dna with a five elements business astrology reading timing is everything and the time is now why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map for your free business astrology chart visit freebusinessastrology.com that's freebusinessastrology.com
3: Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com.
1: Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer business management system taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com.
3: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
1: This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's one 472 5790 You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5 Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui.
0: Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. I hope you enjoyed that last segment. I'm with Jen Julius, and we're talking about the energetics of leadership. We, ha- I actually had a um, email come in from Eric. Uh, he lives in California, and he wanted to know how can a busy business owner start making better boundaries without upsetting people. Seems mm-hmm. like that might be something that's happening over there.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Setting boundaries and not making people mad, kind of like we were talking about earlier. So I've got kind of a magical sentence for people to write down if they can. Okay. Right. So we talked earlier about really getting clear about our top priorities, whether it's for the week or perhaps it's for the day. But one of the things, let's say we've gotten really clear, I mentioned my priorities for the day earlier. Let's say that one of my friends, you know, needed me, wanted me to go have lunch or wanted me to help them with a project or something today. So I could say, you know what, Susie, thank you so much for trusting me with that opportunity to help you finish up your project. But unfortunately, I just won't be able to do that today. But thank you again for trusting me with that.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. boom
2: right because yeah. when people are asking for our support and our assistance that is an honor and we want to respect that but we also have to keep our own time sacred right if we just kept doing everything for everyone right <laughs> which a lot of us are getting pulled in many different directions uh, once we've kind of hit that that yeah. um, certain state of success in our business or maybe in the community where a lot of people know that we are reliable etc a lot of people might ask for us to donate time or donate money but If we allowed ourselves to be drawn away every time someone asked something of us, it would really be hard for us to focus on our own business and our own family. And that's the most important piece, right? We're doing this so we can really obtain the vision that we've created for our own lives.
0: I would say the airline industry has really um, framed that very well. Put the oxygen mask on your face first before you assist others. That's right. That is so true. I mean, yes. I you know, it, it it we do um sometimes get altruistic about um helping others and and it and it can be to our own demise. So that was a great answer. So thank you Eric for emailing that in. That was um very awesome for you to do that. So what tips do you have on managing our personal energy so we don't feel so overwhelmed? So this is
2: where it, again, goes to the individual to know your tools that work for you, right? So you might be, let's say that you're super into physical activity and you tend to be a person that has a lot of physical energy pent up inside of you. So making sure that you're walking or running or doing push-ups or something every day might be really important. And let's say that you actually realize that's a great way for you to, what I call, transition. Well, maybe this sounds silly, but why not? Maybe before you leave the office, as a way to signify that you're leaving and you're done for the day you do 10 push-ups and that for you can get out some of the physical energy be a transition tool and then when you get home you can transition and be in that different space right? right or maybe if deep breathing really works for you right that calms our entire system can calm our brain it's a very meditative tool we can visualize that we're releasing any pent-up tension or stress from the day that's a huge one right if you're a nature fanatic like me i i Seriously, before I present, I go pet a tree. I really do. (laughs) I go put my hands on it. My all my assistants know when I present. I'm like, all right, tree time. I'll be back in five, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I go out and I find my tree and I ground. Also, for me, journaling is really huge because we're bringing what's going on in our internal world out to the external world. And just by writing, it can actually help us have a process. It gives us a process that allows a lot of natural clarity to come through because we're really only one word can come out at a time when we're writing where our brain can hold a bunch of different thoughts at once. So being able to write can actually be a really great way to get clarity on some of the hustle and bustle in our head as well.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's really important for several groups one it would be the 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 entrepreneur solopreneur that has that home office and is constantly being pulled back to the desk at 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 p.m. (laughs) versus, you know, a person that has a brick and mortar and, you know, they have regular office, quote unquote, hours nine to five or, you know, you know, whatever, eight and eight, you know, nine to six or whatever, that kind of like office regulation that they, they almost have half a chance, but then they have to get into, you know, some commute time, which in California can be a nightmare and not really relaxing unless, you know, you live out in the outer skirts, but um, people that I think live um, and work in the same space might um, be feeling that overwhelm um, tenfold and uh, and I'm not and I'm not discounting people that have you know the 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 brick and mortar I'm sure they have a lot of overwhelm as well because they you know they have that commute time that they can't do anything with either so yeah. um, I, I think those are great tips um, even if you do work at home that you know maybe even go out your front door and come back in and you know when you walk walk into the front door it's the front door of your office and you put your office hat on and and take regular breaks and lunches, and I, I think that was um, the the thing that I, I again transparency here. I probably still um, have to watch and manage. Um, uh, I, I have to um, kind of like guilty say is like I, I kind of forget to eat, um, mm-hmm. even though I could use, lose a few pounds, but it it um, not too many. But but the truth is, it's like I get so absorbed um, in you know, doing any particular ca- task that sometimes I forget to eat, and you know what I do? Hmm. I I set a timer. I, mm-hmm. I the timer mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. the 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 biggest thing I use on my phone. the The one app I use most on my phone is is the timer to just kind of remind me to take yes. breaks, to stand up, to drink water. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is one that really um, does does help me to um, manage the overwhelm. So.
2: Well, and this is so big, and I'm kind of glad you brought that up because there's a lot of systems out there online that you can find about time management and the best way to be effective and productive and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I really come more from the the space of knowing yourself, right? The more that you know yourself and how you operate best is going to be critical. So let's say that you some of the systems out there might be work for 50 minutes and then take a 10-minute break. Right. Well, for me, if I'm on a roll, then I'm on a roll and I'm going right. to honor that because I know how I work. I know how my focus is and I know right. how my productivity works. Right. And I'm going to allow myself to be on a roll for 90 minutes if I am. Right? right? And I mean, of course, then we might need to impose some boundaries if we're going on a roll for like 12 hours without <laughs> water. But right. I think we try to impose excessive structure that again, doesn't match us. This is where we really have to dive into knowing ourselves and how we operate. If you know that you need to eat every two hours, then you better set an alarm. Yep. Right. Yep. And this is exactly, it's such a great example you gave with the timer. If you know yourself and what you and your body need for optimal performance and focus and productivity, do that. It's that simple, right? Don't listen to me. Don't listen to other people like know yourself and right. trust that, you know, it all comes back to honoring our intuition, honoring how we operate and, and allowing that.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to, during my tip this week, I am going to talk about timing because I, I really, to me, you know, time is such a precious commodity that we, you know, I mean, from the beginning of the show, it's already gone. We will never be able to regain that time ever again in our life. And you know, how did how did we actually um, optimize it, use it um, to serve others, serve ourselves, and you know, the, the the larger world at hand? So I think it's really in, important that um, all of these things that you're talking about are critically important to um being successful and you you can you know have many fruitful years if you 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 follow just that those last tips that Jen was talking about to not be so overwhelmed.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know <laughs> It makes me think of one of my clients does work from home. So we had to do exactly what you're talking about, where for her, she had, we were like, okay, what would work? So what she chose is when she is complete with work for the day, she now goes outside and she knew that her daughter was going to want to come. So we made that okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was like, we need a transition thing just for you. She said, well, I know my daughter's going to want to come because she'll be home by then. Fine. So her and her daughter go outside, they sit under a tree with a glass of water each, and she actually does write in her journal, her daughter just pretends to write in hers, Mm -hmm. and she just takes five to ten minutes to shift her energy, to ground out, to be in that mommy space, so when she comes back in, she's fully in that mommy space, right? Mm -hmm. And she's transitioned her energy to be in that new space. So right. eating little things for five minutes, just knowing yourself and what's going to work for you. This is what I'm talking about. For someone else, I maybe changing their outfit, putting different clothes on, or like I said, doing push-ups or something physical. I this is really where it's an individual journey of knowing yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I you know I I can't say enough about. Um, I mean, nobody's seeing either of us right now. Um, but I'm dressed for work. I mean, if if a business client walked into my office, um, hopefully after the program is over, <laughs> uh, I mean, I would be I would be ready. You know, I mean, I th- I just really do um, care about that presence. Um, but it is it, it is a part of my personal energy that I really think is very important to um, who we are and 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 all of that. So I do take um, a bit of. Time to to set myself up for the day, and that is kind of the transition for me. It's not just I roll out of bed. I'm in my jammies, you know, just like here I am because I'm I'm you know. Uh, like today I'm working from, from home versus working, um, on site at, at a project. I I'm, but I'm ready. I'm ready for work. So I think that's critically important for people to, to know that that's something that, you know, is really important. So, and then at the end of the day, you know, what is that transition, um, back to the personal life again? Um, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and I, it makes me wonder if you have a tip around the space component, because I know for me, it's so funny. You brought up the clothing, Piece too. Because Mm. when I'm at home, let's say I'm working from home and I'm working on something really creative, I get so sensitive to everything. Like, I have to be like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I need to put on different yoga pants. These yoga pants don't feel right. Oh my gosh, I need this candle lit, not this candle lit. I have to sit on the floor this way. I know the window needs to be closed, but a little bit open. Like, I start, I get so sensitive, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How I feel my best in my space. And I've just learned to honor that. Like, if I really need to put different yoga pants on, then I put different yoga pants on and I honor that. Like, if yep. it's that simple to make me feel
0: more grounded, why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, I only have about 30 seconds to tell you my um, input on that before break. But I would say that, um, again, I would go to those vibrant um, areas um, in 2016. That's the one thing. If if anything else, if you do nothing else, go to the southeast, the east, the west, and the northwest sectors of your home or office and make sure that those Areas are um, free of clutter, um, and and just keep those as neat as possible because that's where the vibrancy of the year is at. So you can work in those areas, you can sleep in those areas, you can dine in those areas, um, watch television in those areas, or, or you know, just do activities. And that's really the basis of classical feng shui is when you um, use the vibrant um, areas. And so um, we're going to have to take a quick break. And we'll be back with Jen Julius right after this.
3: The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com.
1: Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zemanski's Time Blazer business management system taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five-elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com
3: the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network.
1: This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui.
0: And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemansky, and my guest today is leadership coach, Jen Julius. Um, Jen, I know you often teach business owners how to develop their intuition. So how does that relate to them being successful?
2: It all comes back to just really being connected to ourselves, right? What we stand for. And I actually was doing a little bit of research for you for the show today. And I found on entrepreneur.com that Steve Jobs had been quoted saying that intuition is more powerful than intellect. Right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Powerful.
2: And that Einstein had actually said that he had called it the sacred gift.
0: Mm, nice.
2: So we have two of the some powerful leaders, right, in our past that have just really been able to say yes, this is big. And if you research the concepts of intuition and in business management and business development, it's huge how much people that are highly successful have tuned into their gut instinct to their intuition. So really being able to know know what their intuition feels like, so they can make more efficient and effective decisions. Because that's often what it comes down to, is being able to make a quick decision, sometimes without having all the logic and all the data behind it, but being able to make a decision because of how it feels.
0: Right, right. So what's the most important tip you want our listeners to walk away with today?
2: Three words. Know your truth.
0: That's Ah. it. Know, you know your truth. That's beautiful. Know your truth.
2: Know what you stand for. Know what you're about. Know who you are. Know what you believe in and be willing to really stand in that and just let that kind of come off of you, like vibe off of you all the time. Just know your truth and be able to be willing to stand in that.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So Jen, um, you have a very generous gift for us today. Um, why don't you tell us about it?
2: Yeah. So I'm really excited. I uh, recreated this actually uh, partially for this show. So I'm excited to share it. It's three simple tools to speed up your success and maximize your impact. And it's to help leaders get clear, confident and connected to their intuition so they can speed up their success and make a bigger, bolder impact on their staff, family and community. And that's available on my website at JenJulius.com.
0: Okay. And then once they go to their website, your website, what do they need to do? They just enter their name
2: and email in one of the sidebars. There's one, I believe, on the side and the bottom, and it it depends on mobile or web, and that's it. Then they just need to go confirm the subscription in their email inbox and save my email address to their address book, and we're good to go.
0: Good, and I actually did that yesterday, and it's a pretty amazing um, video and worksheet, so I highly recommend you go to Jen Julius, that's J-E-N-J-U-L-I-U-S, Dot com. Well, Jen, thanks so much for talking with us today. It was a pleasure to interact with you today. It was a lot of fun and um, such an I- honor. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So now it's time for my weekly feng shui astrology um, or timing tip. But today, I think we talked a lot about you know boundaries and creating space for our greatness. So I think this is a perfect opportunity to talk about the Time Blazer business management system. Today, I have an extra gift for you. And I, I want to start by recapping actually last week's uh, tip because I had to cut it short a little bit last week. But I, I decided to give you a free gift. Um, but I need to set this up a little bit for it to make more sense so in ancient times the Chinese calendar was used to make important military and financial decisions and was exclusively used for top military imperial families and the elite so I really want you to wrap your brain around it was only used for a subset of, of the culture not everyone could use it or had access to it so in today's modern application with my time laser um, I'm using that same ancient wisdom to make smart business decisions financial strategic decisions such as when would be the best time to launch a website um, a new service a product or a program or a social media campaign. And then, you know, I don't know if you've ever like put a lot of effort into this ingenious project and you just keep working on it and honing it and you're getting lots of feedback that this is a great, you know, a great product or service. And then when you launch it, it just like falls flat in the marketplace to me a lot of it could be that the timing was off. And the time laser business management system changes all that to boost the outcome by using a good day where you align the activity or action and it matches a vibrant time for a better outcome. So to me, it's just crazy that people don't use a good timing calendar as part of their their business model, because really it is a business model that we're talking about here. So we're now in the month of June, if you're listening live or listening on the replay um, during the month of June, but nonetheless, June always, always in the Chinese calendar, it's called the horse month. It's not called June, it's called the horse month, which means we're at the peak of summer, in the Chinese calendar, and it also, it's referred to as the fire season. Now, if you've been listening to my past shows, in 2016, the number one favorable element for prosperity is the fire element. So here's my gift. I've decided to give all of my listeners the June's month-at-a-glance Time Blazer Business Management System for you to try out for free. So all you have to do, there's a couple ways you can get there. You can either click on my banner ad, which is Time Blazer Business banner ad on the Voice America page, or go to, I'm going to say the URL and then I'll spell it, bit.ly forward slash month at a glance for free. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash month, M-O-N-T-H-A-T-A-G-L-A-N-C-E-F-O-R-F-R-E-E. So that or go to the banner ad where you can download the free month at a glance. So this is how you use it. The Time Blazer system is color-coded so you can simply see the green days or the yellow days. Those are the ones you're going to want to use for important activities. So I want you to keep in mind that this is the mini version, the June month at a glance, and it's a general calendar. So it's not really, um, uh, you know, honed exactly to you. That would be, you know, the full system where it's personalized to your astrology. But nonetheless, this free version is quite powerful. So you can use it to start creating important projects and platforms like social media campaigns or booking speaking engagements, all which are very supportive for the fire ailment, by the way, in the month of June. Remember, the fire is very important in 2016. So once you download, download the calendar, look for and use, that's the important thing, success days, initiate days, or open days. Those would be my top three suggestions to begin something new. Um, and then there's going to be Several, you know, green or yellow days within the month of June. So again, success initiate in open days to choose from, and this is an opportunity to level up your efforts by doing the right action on a good day to improve your bottom line. So grab your month at a glance and start using your time wisely. So I would love for you to tune in next week for more on illuminating feng shui. I'm very excited to have an international superstar his name is uh, Mike Macedonio he is the co-founder of the referral institute and we're going to be talking about referrals for life and until next week make good chief follow
1: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Please join Kathleen Zemanski again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace.